Hi, everyone who listens to our podcast. It's Mind Gold, episode four. Hello. It's Sarah. And James. And uh, we're excited to be back with you for our fourth episode. Number four hasn't quite gone to the plan, but that's okay. It's fine because we roll with the punches. That's what we do. Yes. That's part of the, um, that's part of the, the syllabus. We welcome change. <laughs> we do. We embrace the fuck out of it. So we're yeah. really excited. We plan for it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. We plan to not have a plan. It's fantastic. Yeah. Especially when you're someone like me who is like regimented as fuck, a little bit of change. Our plan is to plan to not have a plan, mm. but actually have Getting a plan. Getting really deep this yeah. afternoon. I'm going to stop. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, we've got a few props today too. Yeah. We've Army got, hat. Army <laughs> I was wearing it before, but uh, I was planning on wearing it for the podcast, but um, it doesn't work with the, the headphones. So I've taken it off, but it's What here. does? It looks great. It's there. We've also got um, pickled onions. So Pickled onions. So last week we had a bit of a situation um, where James was, you know, saying yep too much. Um, so his punishment was going to be he had to smash uh, as many pickled onions as many times as he said yep. So I've brought the jar and it is the jar that was found in the hard rubbish. But it hasn't expired. We're good till August. So I feel like that could happen. Uh. Maybe. I'm not going to eat Maybe. Them. Maybe. I'll eat pickled onions, but I'm not going to eat hard rubbish pickled onions. Okay. Okay? Right. Thanks. That's okay. We bought them. <laughs> We've got a belt, a gold belt too. Um, we'll expand on that later. Yeah, it's good. But it's a gold belt. It means something. It does. Mine gold, gold. Yeah. We okay. collect gold stuff. Well... I collect gold stuff. I don't know if it's really rubbed off on James yet, but when I started this whole gold thing, it kind of started with me like collecting gold stuff, right? And actually, I just kind of started doing it without really noticing, and now just heaps of my stuff is gold. And I was at training the other night, and one of the guys there was like, why do you have all this gold shit? Like, your nails are gold, you got gold laces, you got gold shit on your bag. And I was like, oh, that's my thing. And said it like so, like obviously. How do you not know that about me? Do you not know about Mind Gold? Got him on the website, you know. Told him about the podcast. It's a great little opener. I yeah, feel yeah. gold. So yeah, I love gold. I feel like you need more gold shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just gonna start buying James random gold stuff and force him to like have not it. Not real gold on, on his no. <laughs> I don't like him that much. We don't dabble with real I'm, gold. I'm going to force him to have it on his person. Unfortunately, the belt doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. <laughs> not where it's, not where it's, you'd think it would the supposed winter, to fit. Um, the winter kilos have started to, to come on. It's bulking season. We've got um, a couple of beverages. We do. It's we have beers. Tea. We have beers. Yeah, I know. First time having beers on the podcast, which is good. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to try and contain myself because as we know, I'll have two beers and I just want to smoke a whole bowl of crack, and it's all of it. You know, actually, okay, true story. The last time I was drunk, I had like you four hash crack. cookies, <laughs> smoked a dart, and fucking passed out on the ground. Amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. It's amazing. But this is why, like, I can't, I'd like, even now I'm a bit like, yeah. what's next? You, you, 
You're allowed a beer here and I there. I am. Yeah. And a hash cookie. <laughs> no, mm. it was so bad. Some crack. <laughs> just a bit of crack, though. Just a little bit. Little, You've got to be disciplined with that. A little bit of crack can, never hurt anyone. That's a slippery anyone. slope. Crack so is such told. a slippery slope. Mm. It's fucked. Mm. We're not going to talk about crack, No, that's though. a different subject. 100%. And we, we actually what? will. We have a... <laughs> And saying we won't talk about crack, we've actually planned a whole podcast around On crack. Crack, but and that's how you make it, how it's produced. Definitely how to make it. <laughs> this episode's called DIY Crack Making. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, we've gone off we've gone off track. We have gone off track. So, All right, we'll bring it back. So Eddie, we'll bring it back. Bring mm-hmm. it back. Um, so today's episode, I guess, what we're what we're going to be. So we had Tom. Tom was going to come on. Our friend Tom Ahern. Oh, he was going to come on. Our friend Tom Ahern is unfortunately unwell today. Unwell today, which is fine because it's there's fine. a lot of people he's that allowed. are unwell. He's Everyone's allowed to be sick. unwell. It's yeah. not his fault. He wanted to be here and he he's, he apologizes for not being here. But that's, that's okay fine. because he's going to be here next time. So we're looking forward yep. to that. So basically what we thought we'd do is we would compile an episode that's about questions that we've had um, from our lovely listeners. And we would um, spend some time answering shit that people say to us yeah d- diving into it um dive right in we're just going to answer these questions and and um just we're not we're not um pretending to be experts on any of these questions they're just questions people have asked and they're we don't need to opinions. pretend we are experts we are experts <laughs> <laughs> they're just personal opinions i guess what i'm trying to say is it's it's uh yeah if you don't like it, you can 100% start your own podcast. Yeah, you can, you can start your own podcast. You, go, can. you fucking go for it. Fuck yeah, won't be as good as So, um, our first question. Okay, we'll dive straight into we'll it. We'll get yeah. right into it. Why not? Um, it. It's from Amy, uh, my Thanks, good friend Amy. Amy. Amy is fucking excellent. Um, Amy's a fantastic human being. She actually had her first CrossFit competition today. Perfect. Um, which is very exciting. I'm sure she did very well because she's awesome. Um, and her question was, how do you stay in your own lane um, in terms of how do you focus on yourself and your achievements without constantly comparing yourself to others around you? Um, and I thought that was really interesting because obviously um, if we're talking sport here, which generally does come, come yeah. down to sport, um, it's a really hard thing. Yeah, there's a bit to, there's a bit to unpack there, I think. Um, Firstly, when you're starting anything new, you're going to be comparing yourself to everyone else. It's 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 a very natural reaction. Um, anything anything you start that's new, anything you do that's new, you know, you're looking up to people, you're looking at other people, you're constantly judging yourself based on that other person. It's a very normal thing. You've got a very immature mindset, and you probably don't understand. I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just you're immature to whatever that thing is and you're looking at what that thing is probably not in it's most likely and I'm going to say most likely in like it's 95% probably not the same mentality as someone that's going to be doing it for five or plus years Um, maybe more yeah I think I think it's hard when you do compare yourself to people like who you're comparing yourself to because if you've just started in, say, a sport or a hobby or something like that, you're probably not going to be following, like, 
the shittest people at that sport or at that hobby on Instagram or like looking at them on um, Facebook or YouTube or whatever, like you're going to be finding the people who are the best at that thing that you like because they're like your inspiration, right? And it's good to have that because, I mean, I like it's the same for me. Like I follow all the like the best female weightlifters because I find that super inspirational. But like the downfall of that is that you're constantly – thinking like well why can't i snatch 90 kilos yes you know so um i guess the way to break that down the way to look at that is it's not actually uh it's not actually a face value thing it's not it's not so when you read the question or you think about that question at face value it's it's very easy to break it down and go well it's because they're a lot better than me and i'm not as good as them and why am i not as good as them am i a lesser human being or well so that's that's the face value level of it. But what it is, it's a perspective thing. It's all about perspective. It's it's not actually anything more than that. So when you can look at it from a point of like, oh, okay, well, maybe because I haven't been doing this thing as long as that person, I have a different I have a different understanding of of it. Or um, even better, if you look at it from like a point of Again, I haven't been doing it as long as them and look at it as a perspective of like, well, my time in is less, but I've still achieved a certain amount in this. Yeah, so do you mean like go well. go back, say say you're following, say, Maddie Rogers, a sure. really amazing uh, USA weightlifter. Yeah. Why are you looking at what she's doing now? Why don't you go back to when, like, scroll all the way, balls deep back at her Instagram no. when she first started weightlifting? I bet no one does bet that. bet no one does that. No. I'm fucking gonna. It might take you... So you haven't done it? I have not done it. No. Because all you're doing is you're looking at where this, this person is now. Yeah. And, and comparing you now to them now. And it's like, you're comparing, like, your beginning to their middle or to their... I'm not going to say end because chances are they've still got a lot of potential to improve upon, of course, but um, you're you're in a completely different fucking stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I guess now we're getting a little bit complex here. There's a few more layers added on to this now when we're talking about Instagram or whatever these platforms where we're seeing something from that's filtered like – you're not seeing Maddie Rogers and all the fails and all the heartbreak and the injuries and everything. You're yeah, just seeing... that's true. Boom. 120 kilos. I don't know. What's her snatch now? 110 maybe? Yeah, I think it's 110. You're Something just seeing amazing. that. You're seeing, you're seeing bang. You're seeing the like best my, of the best. Like my best back like, squat. Oh my God. <laughs> so again, this flips back to that perspective thing. You've got to be able to flip it on its head. When you're in these situations where you're constantly comparing yourself to some some other people, you've either got to go to someone that's going to help you flip it on its head, or you're going to be able to flip it on on the head yourself. Like, be, be go, oh, okay, I've only just started doing this. I'm actually doing pretty fucking good. Yeah, like imagine or, imagine if I had been doing this for ten years, like th- this person. Imagine yeah. that, like that's how I think. Yeah, I when you know, like a lot of my friends, a lot of the girls that I train with, they're fucking amazing, yeah. and like I find it like so cool because it's not just someone on Instagram that I'm seeing, not someone you know who's like just like a celebrity or you know like so out of reach. Like these girls, I like I'm friends with them, like I train with them every day, and like I see I see them fail lifts and I see them get upset and I see them get frustrated. 
and being able to, you know, so it's like, who are you comparing yourself to? Like, is it, you know, is it Maddie Rogers or is it the girl on the platform next to you who's the same body weight, who's maybe like maybe two years more experienced than you? You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So in terms of going back to that question, how do you just stay in your lane? Well, you, you need to be able to dive, not dive into it, but you need to be able to sit with what you're going through at that time. So you need to be able to go, hey, I'm not, so a lot of people would say, oh, I'm not as good as that person. And then they'd start this spiral of negativity because of it. You need to be able to go, hey, I'm not as good as that person. Yet, but yet. I'm probably as good as them at the at stage they're at. Sure. Yeah. So really, I'm just on this path. Like I'm on this, I'm on this path and I'm, yeah. So, so I guess to answer Amy's question is how do you stay on your path? You use some perspective. You, you sit with what you're feeling. You feel it. If you feel, I mean, I've been there. You feel a bit rubbish for a while. Yeah, cool. Feel a bit rubbish, but then understand that there's there's another layer there's another level of perspective to the experience that you're having yeah that makes sense yeah so that's a good question though I, I like that question thank you Amy Amy I'm sure you did so fucking well today because I'm sure you did you are just an amazing human and I'm so glad that you are follow mind gold thank you Amy you're Appreciate amazing it. So, um, our next question, I'll get James to go over. Okay, so this, uh, this question um, refers back to our first um, podcast on the After Action Reviews. I've done a few of these, actually, in the meantime. Yeah. Can discuss. Cool. Yeah. I'm all over it now. You know what? I do a fucking weekly one. Yeah. I have been the shittest cunt this week. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I've made myself every week, I have to literally write down how I, how I did this week. And that's not just in terms of training, it's in terms of work. Yeah. It, like everything in my life. How did I go? This week, poor. Real poor. <laughs> Does that make you feel better about yourself? Um, just for like a second? I feel a bit lazy, actually. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm either doing not enough AARs or I'm doing... The right amount. I don't know. How many are you doing? I try to do after every most jujitsu classes. Yeah. Oh well, so like heaps. Yeah, I think I right, like it's important me, to AA, It's important to understand that AARs don't have to be an essay. They can be very. You can make them very. Well, okay, maybe I do one after every training session because I always write in my training diary and I'll be like, I felt like this. Perfect. That's an example of an AAR. That's an AAR. Yeah. Perfect. That's it. So, if anyone who missed episode one, go back to that, please. Definitely listen to so it because it's fantastic. Stop this right now. Stop it now. Turn Can it you off. pause it and come back to the same part? Come though? back after you've listened to episode one on the AARs. After action reviews, it's basically it's a it's a process of reviewing your performance, and the performance doesn't have to be sport related. It can be performance in anything. It's a process of understanding what you've done, how you've done it, what, what went doing, wrong, what went right, what and what you can do time, next basically. time. Basically. So you can yep. constantly, next time you're in that same situation, um, you can make improvements based upon your assessment from that yep. last similar event, basically. The last similar event. Yep. So you, when you do them enough, you get into this process of 
AAR, AAR. So the AARs are linking into each other. So you're not actually doing an AAR here, one here, one here, one here. It's just a constant process of input and output into each other. Yeah. Yeah. From session or performance to performance, input, output, input, output. Yeah. That made sense in my head. That sounded very yeah. smart, but probably not going to come across that. <laughs> No, you sounded very smart. Everyone was very impressed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the question. Okay, the question. The question. How do I implement AARs? And what are some tips to ensure I implement AARs into my performance? I like that your reading voice is different to your actual voice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, I've been doing them as just like a weekly, a weekly report for myself, right? So as part of my job, like my actual job, I have to do like a weekly report where I report to my supervisor and I say, this is what I've been working on. This is where this project's at. This is where this project's at, blah, blah, blah. Often I have to bullshit a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. No. Because I want to talk, I want to make myself sound good to my supervisor. Like I don't want him to be like the fuck has this bitch been doing all week? Clearly nothing, right? So I've obviously got to like make the things that I do sound a lot more involved than they actually might Correct. have been. It's not lying. It's just... Um, Bullshitting. That's <laughs> literally the same thing. <laughs> it's like how you don't put your shittest photo of yourself on Tinder. No. That's what it's <laughs> like. No, it, it, well, you don't. That's you, the best analogy. It's, it's true. So I'm not, I'm not giving him my like first selfie. I'm giving him like my fifth selfie with face tune on. And he's like, fuck, she's great. Yeah. Right. You're so, giving maybe a photo that's not so recent, like one or two years old. Yeah, but not five years. Like, let's not get <laughs> carried away. Anyway, so that's what, I'm giving, that's what I'm giving him because he's my supervisor. Right. That's not what you do in an AAR. Yes. Your correct. AAR is it's like... For you. It's for you. Yeah, AAR's for you. So... And it should be like a photo you'd never put on Tinder. Stupid. Yeah. Keep it simple, Keep stupid. it simple, stupid. That's the best advice. We like that. That's good. For your AAR is... 100%. This is for you. Okay, you're not writing this for someone else. You're not, you're not doing a report for someone. You're not going to read it it's out not go into onto a podcast. The business records. It's not... The it's, business it's, records. It's, <laughs> what are they? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What are your business records? Not my business records. Oh, sorry. But a business okay. record. Yeah. Well, so what James is saying is no one else is going to fucking read them. So be honest. That, that's what I'm like, trying to say. Like, if you've been a sack of shit, say it. Be honest and yeah. and keep it. So number one, be honest with it. Definitely. As honest as you can be. And then number two, keep it simple. You don't need to sit there for half an hour writing an AAR. Because you're not going to do that every day. You're going to get over it. Well, you're going to go to training for two hours and you're going to write an AAR for 30 minutes afterwards. No. You want to go home and eat and sleep. Sit there for five minutes. Write a few things down. This was good. This was bad. You know, it doesn't even need to make sense to someone reading it. Because, again, it's for you. No one's going to read it. It's for you. So keep it simple so you get into the habit of doing it every day. Because it doesn't have to be... What's so funny? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be complex. Nah. Make it something that's easy to do every day. We Savoring. don't want it to be hard. Exactly. So yeah. if you feel like you've been watching 
too much TV, for example, and your productivity has like decreased because of the amount of TV you've been watching, you might just write, you're a piece of shit, you've been watching too much TV. I'm going to limit myself to one episode of um, whatever you're watching every night, and it's like your reward. So you're allowed to watch it when you go to bed, so 8 p.m., obviously. I'm not even kidding. I know when we know you not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your, you know. So the whole point of the AAR is to like take action based off of your kind of self assessment. So there's no point just being like, "Oh, I was a piece of shit this week." Oh well, your AAR the next week. Oh, I was a piece of shit again. Well, obviously, mate, because you've not actually taken steps to prevent yourself from being a piece of shit. You're just continuing on the same piece of shit path and the whole point is to try and stamp out this shit like periodically so that you become like a better and a better human being yeah yeah if you're just if you're just writing down i'm a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) you've missed the point (laughs) (laughs) if i think about what i was doing like 10 years ago you know i'm doing great now Mm. you know but if i think about where i want to be there's like heaps of room to improve that's, Heaps of room. That's exciting. It is exciting. I can't yeah. wait to be less of a piece of shit. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> that's the meaning of life. Basically, the meaning of life is to be less of a piece of shit than you were yesterday. 100%. Boom. Amazing. Should we end? Now? Mind, <laughs> mind's blown everywhere. We should probably end the episode. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Although, I think we did have another question. We did. We've got... Um, We've got one more question. Are we good with that? That's everything we need to cover with I, AAR. I'm, yeah. Oh, also, we did. I did my own AAR on our episode last time mm-hmm. because what I do is obviously I love the sound of my own voice so much. I do listen to our previous episodes several times, um, and I always laugh because we're so funny. So Hilarious. that's excellent of us. Um, but I also take note of things that I'm like, ooh, that wasn't uh, do better. Basically, yeah. So. I noticed from last time we do both tend to get quite excited and like talk over each other excessively. And it's almost like a conversational joust. Yeah. Like no one's going to back down and we just keep talking. James is trying to start talking right now. He's trying. I'm not letting him. I'm keeping on talking. So I decided that if that was to happen today, I would graciously back down and I would let (laughs) if it comes up. Sorry, you go. (laughs) So anyway, that's an example of like an ongoing sort of after action. um, But we do this for for listeners. Oh, we do it for you guys. We'll talk over each other all day. By the way, hundred percent. Yeah, once we turn the microphone off, it's just going to be... We actually don't care about what each other's saying. (laughs) No, because what we have to say is so much more important than the other person. (laughs) So it's for you guys. We're constantly doing AARs for you guys. You're welcome. We're only only improving ourselves for you. We don't give a fuck about ourselves in in any other context. And in um, developing our relationship. No, not at all. We're we're fine. We're good. (laughs) So question three. Uh, Question three three is on performance anxiety. Not sexual. Although. (laughs) Could be. Could be. If Um, that's where you want to take it. 
So, <clears throat> can you actually you read that one out? Oh, I'm I didn't write it down very well, oh, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> Hold on, I did write it down. We'll put that in the AAR. So basically, um, this Some question is about having a competition yep. coming up. Yep. Um, and finding that the anxiety of underperforming in the competition is, I guess, taking away the enjoyment of preparing for it, preparing for it. Um, um, and all of the what if this happens what if I fail what if I don't do as well as I had thought um, just dealing I guess the question is just asking how would we deal with the anxiety and um, ensure that we'd still get the best most out of the day from it yeah so um, I, I feel like it's it's about setting like your intentions up before you um, to, to do that event or whatever it is. Um, for example, it's kind of like doing a, a, a like a, an, a before action review, if, if that's a thing. Yep. I'm not sure. A B-A-R. Before action review. <laughs> before action thing. review. Oh, there you go. It is a thing now. We just invented it. it yeah. Why not? Continue, James. Please. No, I was just going to say, why not? It's a thing. I guess the AAR is your BAR. It's it's like we were saying before. It's a constant it is returning, constant revolving door evolution. of um, of performing and then of recording performances and, you know, yeah. assessing them. 100%. So I guess, like, if you're writing, like, a BAR, say what I would do is I'd set, I'd set my intentions for the performance and and I probably wouldn't focus on I'm just going to refer to weightlifting that's the only sort of competition I've ever really done um it's not going to be I'm not going to be numbers focused I'm not going to go out there and say I'm going to snatch 65 I'm going to clean and jerk 75 because if I don't end up doing that I'll be fucking gutted and in my mind that will be a shit day right so think about what your intentions could be around your performance that have nothing to do with like, I guess the tangible result or the tangible outcome. So for example, like you put a hundred percent into every single lift you do from the moment you pick up that empty bar to your last clean and jerk, right? That could be an intention. Your intention could be to, um, enjoy the fucking day. And I always make that one of my intentions because, you know, I'm not going to the Olympics. This isn't like, this should be something that I do for an enjoyment. And I'm sure it's the same for you in jujitsu. Yep. Like you do it because you fucking love it. Yeah. I, I think firstly, good. <laughs> Thanks. No, good. You've got that anxiety. That's a good thing. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying good. Like I said a good thing. <laughs> good job. Thanks. Good job. <laughs> I just got a pat on the shoulder. Thank you. No, good. Like, so you have anxiety. That's great. I think that's a really good thing, and it's a good thing to have. You to can have use that anxiety it. because you can use it exactly. Because fear and excitement are literally like the same emotion. Yeah. So in this situation, it's just that it's just a case of just just rock up. In this early on, when you start something new and you first start competing, you're going to have a lot of performance anxiety because you haven't been in that situation before. So in that sort of sense, you just rocking up and getting through the day is is a performance in itself it's the result it's and think the about how goal. much adrenaline you'll have yeah so your goal should just be i'm gonna do a comp yeah that's Bang, your goal that's it and that anxiety having a bit of that anxiety is a good thing i think if you didn't have that anxiety i'd be worried 
I dread not having that anxiety. Yeah. You know what it's like? It's like the first time you get a tattoo, right? It's so fucking exciting. And you're all like, oh my God, I'm getting a tattoo. And you like tell everyone and you're like, you look at the, the drawing for like weeks and you're so excited and you're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I'm getting a tattoo. And then you get it and it's like, oh my God, I hardly even found it. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like a fucking old bitch like me and you're covered in tattoos yeah. and you don't even tell anyone you when you're getting it. a tattoo because you, no one fucking cares and no one's even yeah. going to notice anyway because you've already got like your entire body covered in tattoos and you get it and you're sitting there like, fuck, this sucks. sucks. Balls and it hurts and I'm tired and I'm old. And and I just... And I know I'm not going to be able to eat for a week. Who (laughs) cares? Why don't you eat for a week? No, I mean, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Oh! (laughs) It's like I've never... (laughs) Didn't come out. That didn't come out right. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, fuck, this is costing me heaps of money and oh my God, I'm not... I'm going to have to do... You know, I'm going to have to snatch from the hang because it's on my fucking shin and, oh, what a pile of shit, and you just gut it over it. I never want to feel like that about competition the way I feel like tattoo, about tattoos right now. So, yeah, that's... Just a slight tangent there, but that's what no, I think about. Like, point. But when I used to get tattooed, I'd be fucking psyched, you yeah. know? It'd be like the best thing ever. Like, yeah, it would hurt, but who cares? Yeah, so what you're alluding to there is... You then you don't want to get to a point where you don't care about a performance or you don't care about how. No, because then you've lost it. And why are you even it. doing it? Why are you doing? Why it? do exactly. I still get tattoos? I don't even know. Don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. I don't really need any more, to be honest. So to answer if that, anything I have too many. <laughs> don't be silly. Thanks. You can always get tattoo removed and get another one. No, that would be worse than the actual tattoo itself. It's 2019, mate. Get with it. Get with it. Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> but the point is is that like if you like if you don't feel that anxiety if you don't feel that like oh my god what happens if i bomb what happens if i don't get what i want like why are you even doing it if you're not if you're not invested in the result why the fuck are you doing it yeah yeah exactly so having that anxiety it's good how do you deal with it well you just what's that saying johnny walker keep walking (laughs) <laughs> what like the alcohol i don't think it's the same what do you it's, mean? it's more a slogan is that like the slogan of alcohol yeah like just just keep walking <laughs> just deal with it you know like you 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 might feel a certain way about something you might be scared you might be worried just keep going through it i think just it's like through the motions and at the end of that day you're going to feel better you're going to knowing that you felt that anxiety but you still went through and you did what you needed to do um is important i think it's like how much like how much emphasis you put on that particular event. And this is what I've learned with like weightlifting competitions is like, I just have to think of it as like, it's another day of training. It's a stepping stone. It's not the competition. It's not the last competition I'll do. It's not the first competition I'll do. There's no particular meaning um, related to this at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's about how much pressure you put on that particular yeah. Event. But trust in your training too. Trust in the fact that you've been putting work into performing. I mean, you're not just going to sign up to a comp and not train. I mean, some people might do it, but you, if you're doing, if you're competing in something, more than likely you're going to be training in that consistently. So you need to trust that the training you've done is going to deliver a desirable result or maybe not a desirable result but you know 
deliver a, I don't want to say a desirable result because things happen in competition. Sometimes you don't get a desirable result, even though you've put a hard hard training into it. But what I mean is you need to trust in that training to get you through the day. I think that what you what you're saying is that you need to recognize that like your training and what you've done in the lead up to this is enough yeah. and that whatever the result is, it's no reflection on your work and on your efforts. And what I think <clears throat> we tend to do is we tend to focus on that tangible outcome whether it's like a number or a grade or something like that and if we don't achieve that certain tangible thing that we can say to people, I got this, I got this total, um, I got this mark, whatever, that it's kind of nothing. But you're yep. not recognizing all of – people can't see all of the effort that you've you've put in. Yeah. And I think that's the hard part is that what, what we want is to be recognized for that effort. And that's why it can be – that's why we get such performance anxiety. And I know for me that that's, that's the main reason that I do is because I have to prove to everyone how hard I've been working. Mm. And that has to be like showcased – yeah, and I think you probably, and and unfortunately, the harder you work, the more anxiety you tend to have. Because absolutely, because you you're like I've put in. Yeah, like the harder you work, the higher your expectations are. Yeah. So, to answer that, I think number one, um, be comfortable with the fact you have anxiety because that will help you, that will guide you through the day. Um, yeah, like that'll use push it. You. Yeah, use it. That'll use push the adrenaline you. and the excitement. Two, I think, is trust your training. Trust that the work you're doing is going to is going to favour you on the day. So trust in that. So put your trust in that. And three, have realistic expectations of the day. Like you were saying, it doesn't have to be a tangible number or score or place. It, it can be. Um, it can just be something as simple as I completed it. I completed every workout. I lifted every weight. I walked out there every time. I smiled at the end of every lift. That can those goals are just as important than as yeah. winning or losing or you know. Sorry, losing's not going to be a goal, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I think is really helpful is asking somebody else, and I've done this in the past. I've asked like the coach who was warming me up, who was in the back room, like tell me what I could have done better. You know, how did I, how, how did you find me like as an, as an athlete, you know, and, and got them to give me like a shit sandwich, basically love yeah. a shit sandwich, you know, which is saying like, <laughs> you did this well, I think you could have done this better, but overall you, whatever, I do this with my clients all the time. Yeah. You don't just want to be like, well, that was bullshit. Yeah. But you don't just want to constantly praise them without giving them something to work on because telling somebody that they're perfect well, where can I, where can you go with that? You know, I mean, yeah, it's nice, but it's not constructive. So I think, you know, and I've had friends like the most, the most, the best feedback I've gotten from, from friends and like other lifters at, at comps is saying, um, you know, you failed that lift, but you were so composed and you had such a good attitude. You were still so supportive of others and you weren't a brat, you didn't have a tantrum and that's what makes a good athlete, Yeah, you know? And I think that was more valuable to me than 
I guess any other any other feedback was just knowing that like I held myself together and despite the fact that I didn't get maybe the outcome that I wanted in terms of you know numbers because they're always in the back of your head the, the fact that I wasn't a dick <laughs> and sometimes that can be a good goal you know like no matter how I go today I don't want to be a dick about it I don't want to be a sore loser. If I don't get the results that I want, I want to hold my head high. I still want to be supportive of other athletes because like James was saying before, like it's not all about you. Yes. Get out of your own head. Yeah. That's a really good way to get over that anxiety is go. And you were talking about it um, to me not that long ago about that comp the way oh, you right think about uh, what what does someone else need today like yeah you know someone's asking um they need a foam roller go get them a fucking foam roller like yeah whatever it is they need you may have brought you know you might might have made snacks why don't you share them you yeah. know why don't you um i brought the girls like gold ribbons to put in their hair for one comp you know like why don't you make it like a shared experience yeah because it is. Yeah. You're not the only person in the room. And you can genuinely, like, get around other people. And, you know, they put in as much work as you have. And they deserve to achieve in the same way that you feel that you do. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, exactly right. You know, if you can, yeah, if you can get outside your own head and go, hey, this is, there's other people in this room here. There's other people around me. That's, that's a really, really important thing. Especially with an individual sport as well. Yeah. It's so it's so like it is a selfish thing because literally all you're thinking about is yourself. Well, it, it, the human experience is selfish in itself and we're getting a little bit deep here, but go for it. It is a little bit selfish. We we're in our own bodies, we're in our own minds, we're in our own, you know, we have our own bank accounts and our own cars and our own houses and our now own Now you're just beds. boasting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For the most part, you know, it's all about what you have and what you own. So it's very easy to be confused with, you know, a, the world is sort of... It's very easy to see the world as rotating around you because from your perspective it, it is. It is, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So uh, when you can when you can get outside of yourself and go hey actually there's other people around me that are doing the same thing and they're having some similar experiences and they're achieving and they're doing this and that it's very um enlightening yeah and i think that you have to think about anxiety as a very self-absorbed state of mind to be in because all you're thinking about is how things can go wrong for you how you're going to fail how you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve if you take yourself out of that and you think about oh this person's lifting now i'm going to go you know i've done my warm-ups here i'm going to go stand there i'm going to watch them lift i'm going to yell let's go (laughs) that you know just taking yourself out of that insular like like tunnel of just like it's all about me it's all about me it's all about me um you know, to like, it's not fucking all about me because there's like 20 other people lifting around me and they want to do well just as much as I want to do well. So how about I take a second to be supportive and then next thing you know, you're up and you're not freaking out anymore Yeah, because you've taken the focus off yourself. That doesn't mean that you, um, you're not giving a hundred percent to every single lift. Every time you're up there, you're obviously giving it all you've got but you're more, I guess you've kind of stepped back from it a little bit more and you're not quite as wound up, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm glad we've finished that question with that because that's a re- that's that's maybe the most important thing I think you could probably take away from all the questions and all what we said today is um, just yeah you're in it with someone else what's that song we're all in this <laughs> together he's only had one and a quarter beers <laughs> two guys <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think oh right since I got here um, so yeah share your experience with someone else you know that anxiety will yeah it'll be a different experience I sure. think like what I found about performances and we were actually just discussing this before is think about imagine you achieved like everything you wanted to achieve but you couldn't share that with anyone would it still be an achievement? Would you still be just as excited if you couldn't put up a post on Instagram, if you couldn't text your mate or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and like tell them what you'd achieved? Would you still, would it still be that important to you? Like, why do you want to achieve that particular thing? Is it actually about you or is it about how you want other people to see you? Mm. I think. And I know, I know for me that it's like, it's, it's hard with, you know, people, people always post all their achievements and stuff on social media. That's all you fucking see, you know, mm. you're not seeing people post photos of like, well, that was an average weightlifting session, <laughs> you know, that was a fucking shit time. You do. I do. Cause I think it's like, it's fucking real. Like it's every it's day. Real. Like I don't go in there every day and just fucking rip the dick off every barbell and fucking... <laughs> You know, I don't. I know. Like, today was ridiculous. I, like, you know, sometimes you just have a fucking time and you're just like, well, there's no, no one's going to fucking want to see that. But it's like, you know what? People need to see that shit. Yeah. They need to see like a fucking solid, solid lift two kilos below the one that you fail for no reason. Because that's what it is. Mm. And it's just like this constant, like it's this constant wave of like, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes I think I'm the best person in the world. Sometimes I want to go home and cut myself. That's literally just life. It's literally just life. So I think you've got to really like appreciate when you're having a fucking good time. Yeah. Cause it's definitely not always the case. No, no, you're right. hundred percent. So I think like what I find when I'm when I'm competing is like enjoying I think I talked about this a couple of episodes ago is like enjoying all the little moments like oh you know the night before I'll like put on my weightlifting suit and I'll like look at myself in the mirror and I'll just be like fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My god why do I why do I say these things? Or, you know, like I have like this, this special snack that I have like after weigh in and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to fucking eat that fucking sandwich. Oh, it's going to be so good. And I'm like, yeah, it's the best. I wear these socks that I really like, like all these little things. I just, honestly, I wait the morning of competing for me in whatever it is, triathlons, jujitsu. I wake up, I wake up and I... I wish they could see that. I wish they could see that face. Oh my god, it's amazing. Can you describe it? It's like it's like a it's what oh my god, I can't even 
It's like a sneer. It's like a, an arrogant... It's like an arrogant sneer. Yeah. But like with confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I just go, what am I doing? I don't, I don't want to do this. That's a, that's a lot of the times I feel. I feel that a lot of times. I, I go, fuck, it's my weekend or it's my time off. I could be just chilling. <laughs> you know? Really? But, yeah. how do you, so how do you get past that? I just go because I, 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 know, anyway. I know that it's my mind, you, you know, my mind just trying to, you know, play suck tricks on out. me. Yeah, yeah, suck me out. So that's why I was saying before, and you were laughing at me, the Johnny Walker, I just can't. <laughs> just keep walking. I just keep going. Like, this I just episode go... brought to you by alcohol. Yeah. Um. So I just get up and I get dressed and I do everything the same and the thoughts are still there and I just keep walking and I keep doing and I keep getting the car and I just go and I go and I do it and then it, and then while I'm doing it I'm loving it and at the end of the day I'm loving it. So because I know and I know every every time I'm going to be loving this I'm going to love it. Yeah. But the mind still plays those tricks because of whatever performance anxiety, because I'm worried about this or that. The mind plays those tricks to psych you out. But I know I'm going to be enjoying it soon. So I just I just keep pushing through. You know, you just keep going. You just you don't listen to those thoughts. Because we all get those sort of thoughts, you know, like where you're like, you don't need to do this. It's okay. You've done enough. Yeah. You can rest. You're too old. Why are you even trying old. to do Why this? You, 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 you're good already. You don't need this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, my, whenever I tell my parents that I'm competing, they're like, again? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? My mum was like, you're a glutton for punishment. I'm like, what are you fucking... Like, it's the sport, mum. Like, we do... That's what you do. It's like saying, you're playing another soccer game every weekend. Like, what's wrong with you? It's like, fucking hell. But you yeah. know what? I do get it because up until, you know, I, um, I guess, decided that sports was something that I gave a fuck about because, you know, for years and years, I just, like, smoked and drank and took drugs and was just, like, a giant sack of shit. And I would have thought the same. Yeah. What do you mean you want to fucking stand there with like wearing a fucking swimsuit and lift the heaviest thing you can over your head? Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. So I get it. A hundred percent get it. Mm. Um, not saying that my mum is a sick shit, obviously, at all. She goes to the gym and she's... It's a different... Amazing. But you know what? I was thinking about the pickled onions, how I got them from the side of the road. Yeah. Okay, so I have to say this. As a kid, my mum would find things on the side of the road all the time. And you know, like furniture and there's normal stuff, right? That's yeah. totally normal. I'm sure everyone does it. You find a chair on the side of the road. It doesn't look that bad. You take it home. There, oh, James has got, he just pointed one out. That's, but the, that I didn't get To it. be fair, that doesn't look too bad for the side of the road. But... Just bear in mind that that's, that's the cat. The do- that, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the it's, cat. It looks fucked up, but that's since it's been retrieved. However, so where my parents live, which is in Auckland, New Zealand, there are a lot of ducks in the area. And sometimes ducks, ducks, like ducks, the animal. Like the bird. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, ducks. Sometimes they get hit by cars, as in quite often, because it's like a, you know, there's 
Do we want to tell this story? <laughs> I just need to explain the pickled onion thing and why I thought it was okay to take home a jar of pickled onions I found on the side of the road. Okay. So my mum, when I was a kid, would find a duck on the road that had been hit by a car. She would bring it home. She would cook it for the family. I'm cool with that. That's fine, but the pickled onions aren't fine. They're not even expired. It says August on them. It's well, now I mean, it depends. Like, it was a clean hit. Once she told me, and this is the most recent story, because I had to put a stop to it. I was like, Mum, that's fucked up. Like, it's not like... We can afford meat, like, from the supermarket. It was just... I just didn't see it. I don't... Why? Why would you do that? Anyway, <laughs> my mum used to go running all the time, right? Uh, and where my parents live, it's quite like a, um, a sort of like a half rural sort of area. So there's a lot of bush and stuff. And my mum would go for like a run in the bush. And then the bush would come out onto like the normal street where there's like, you know, houses and stuff. So she's going for a run. She found a dead duck. Obviously picked it up. <laughs> Obviously. Was, <laughs> was running with it. Like holding it by its legs, running. And it was rubbish day, right? And so the rubbish truck's, like, driving the streets, happens to catch up with my mum, who's, like, you know, jogging along, holding this dead duck. And the rubbish truck man stops and goes, do you want us to grab that for you? You know, because it's a dead animal, so she'll probably go in the rubbish. Mum's like, what? No. I'm fine. Runs all the way home with it, keeping in mind that mum would run, like, 5 or 10 k's. So it's a decent trick holding a fucking dead animal. Gets all the way home and then thinks about it because I'd had a conversation with her about it recently and was like, mum, that's a bit weird. Like, probably don't do that. And was like, oh, that's right. Sarah said this was weird. And then just dumps it. <laughs> so she, she, she got it. It's good to see she respects your opinion. <laughs> but she got it all the way home. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, uh, so I know, hope... I think, I think I don't mind that. I mean, if the duck was really messed up... No, they'd be like... They wouldn't be like flattened. It's not like yeah, someone had run it over several it's times. It's just been blunt trauma. Yeah, yeah. like, a, yeah. you know, like that. Mm. I just mimed a duck being hit by, with my fist. sound effect. With it was a good sound effect. Thanks. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's... I, 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 honestly, I think... I don't see anything wrong with that. But and yet the pickled onions. It's funny. It's it's a very blew your mind. Humorous, yeah. Because it, it's a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's weirder that someone would just leave them on a shelf by their house than put them in the recycling. That's weirder to me. That someone would set up like a free supermarket shelf outside their house with like goods. I just don't. Tr- you like don't, I don't. You don't trust. I them. don't trust it. But you'd more trust a dead duck on the side of the road. <laughs> well, I mean, the animals you eat, the meat you eat, it's dead. That's it's, true. You know, it's it's an animal. It's alive and then it's dead at some point. It's alive no in nature. Potentially pissed on the duck or inside of it. Whereas, well, yeah. <laughs> um, and then your mum's going home and cooking it. Those pickled onions are just. Yeah, that's true. We could boil them. Although, we've done well. Like, we haven't interrupted each other. James hasn't said yep. I have definitely said yep. Oh, well, you know, not so much that it's been noticeable. Yeah. 
Although we will listen back to this in due course, so we'll be the judge. All right, well, before we finish, uh, any podcast books, Netflix Ooh. shows, anything? Well, I've just been um, booted off <laughs> So until I get my own account, <laughs> um, I will be reading the book that you've just... We've just done a book swap, by the way. This is going to be a thing that yep. we do. Um, so that were the books we talked about last yes, episode. So, so we've I've swapped them. For James Daring Greatly by Brene um, Brown. Started reading Tom's. Tom Mahern, oh yes, we're week. reading Tom's book. book for when he comes on the podcast, which is called. It's called "I'm Fine, Just Tired." Yep. All uh, about Tom, his so experience with anxiety, and jump we're going to books, iBook. Um, what? Uh, what? Where did that, we download? Uh, Amazon. You can yeah, download it from you Amazon. Can get it from Amazon, yeah. and then I think iBooks on the, 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 the you know the app on your Apple. I got yeah. You can get it off that. That's where I got it. I got the Kindle app or some shit. So Tom Ahern. Um, yeah. So we're finishing that uh, so that we can talk to him about it. Yep. But and um, anyone interested, I think it's 7 or $8 on there. It's cheap. It's a good book. Bargains, so like jump two coffees. That. Two coffees. Three jars of pickled onions. <laughs> um, I also no, listen you to... find them on the end of the side of the street. Of course. Uh, I've been listening to a really good podcast by Lewis Howes. It's called The School of Greatness. I um, mean, he has various um, people of interest on his podcast. Um, and I just listened to one this morning about um, becoming a champion. Oh, fuck. It was so good. Uh, he's got a bunch of top female athletes from a bunch of different sports. Yep. Um, and he just talks to them about, like, I guess their experience with, like, failure. Um, it's actually a lot about what we're talking about today, yep. like self-comparison, um, social media, all that kind of stuff, anxiety. Uh, it's really fucking good. So definitely listen to that. I'm going to be reading the book that James just gave me called Into the Fire, Dakota Myers. I'm excited. Very, very good book. My um, AAR. If you don't like reading, you like podcasts, you can go to Jocko Willing's podcast. Oh, yes. Um, and you can go to episode 117 and you can hear... Uh, the podcast with Dakota Meyer, who um, did the book, Into the Fire, and you can hear um, basically the book being broken down by them. And it is, again, it's mind-blowing. It's My yeah. goal, and I'll say it on here, is to have finished that book by the time we do our next podcast. Yep. Because I have, from my AAR, I said before, I've been a real sack of shit this week. Um I need to really start reading more. Um, and now that I have no entertainment other than books, I will easily be able to do that. So I am excited for this challenge. Yep. Um, for me, I haven't um, haven't read too much else. I've been watching a documentary on Netflix. It's really good on the Vietnam War. It's a... It's a series, so it's not just one documentary. It's a series on the Vietnam War. I can't actually remember what it's called, but brilliant, um, uh, really brilliant documentary series. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more about, um, have you Vietnam forgotten War, what it's called? So you're looking it up. I am looking it up right <laughs> now. I was trying to do that subtly. Yeah, real sly. <laughs> uh, the Vietnam War. That's what it's called. <laughs> So, Everyone's um, fucking waiting with their pens. 
The Vietnam Get War. Get that down, guys. A film by Ken Burns and Lynn Novick <laughs> uh, on Netflix. So it's a, it's a mini series, and it's really, really, really good. There's there's things in there you you just yeah you think you know you don't know like it's yeah it's it's a really really good book. Uh, sorry, Netflix series. So if you want um, something to watch, that's a really good one. Podcasts. Um, oh, what was that one you sent me today? I didn't get to listen to it yet because I was listening to the other one. Oh, uh, that was on Instagram. I actually didn't listen to that podcast. Oh. It was just what he was saying. It was really cool. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Um, that was, yeah, Ben Plakowski. He's like an ex-bodybuilder. But yeah, he's got a po- podcast as well. Everyone's got a podcast. Everyone's got but a podcast. ours is There's probably better. There's lots of good podcasts out there. Um, if you've got good podcasts, send them in to us because we always like to listen to new, exciting podcasts. And get um, all frothed up for our own. Yep. Um. I did actually listen to a really good one, though, with Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar on um, UFOs. Sounds interesting. Super interesting. So definitely get on that. Get on that. I'm not going to go into it because that's a whole other... <laughs> it's a whole other fucking thing. whole other thing. UFOs, conspiracies. Yeah, we're not going to go there. No. <clears throat> um, but other than that, that's pretty much it. If you have any... Um, any questions or you know you might want to come on to the podcast and talk to us we have a us. few guests lined up which is really cool we've got some guests lined up just secured trying... another one today I'm very excited about her perfect yes so there's another one and we'll, we'll one. obviously announce them in due due course and we're, we're, we are really trying to get as I said more people on so it's not just us talking about pickled onions and um, <laughs> crack cocaine and <laughs> <laughs> And, like, thank you to everyone who, like, has messaged me and in person says how much they've enjoyed it because, like, that's what it's fucking about. Like, if, if you know, if something we say helps you in some way, then that's literally all I fucking want. Like, that is it. Um, so that's awesome and I really appreciate each and every person who has messaged and who has told me um, that they've enjoyed it because like, that's why we're doing it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And if, even if you've got some constructive criticism as well, like we're up for hearing that too, because we want to get better. And um, you know, our, our whole idea is that we want to, every episode we bring every, the, the next episode, we want it to be better than the last episode. So that's, that's what we're about. If you've got some ideas on how we can be better, um, you don't have to be a cunt about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if they say don't say cunt? Uh, sorry. We'll take it on board. No, we won't. Well, taking it on board means that you can be like, thanks for your feedback and just continue on as you were. If you're going to say don't say cunt, don't bother. Yeah. You're well, wasting your time. <laughs> Just no, don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry like, if it sounds harsh, but it's not going to happen. One of my favorite podcasts, actually, um, they tried to do an episode without swearing because they had someone like literally write a review on Apple being like about their language, how disgusting it was. And they don't say can't either. They just say fuck. And it's funny. So it's like, go yeah. for it, guys. And wrote in like a big complaint. So they tried to go an episode without swearing. Obviously couldn't do it. And then at the end, they were just like, fuck you, blah, like the guy's name. It was actually the what best. What podcast is that? Uh, Weightlifting Life. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, that guy, shame on him. 
You don't want us to do that. No, no, you would, no. The you reason wouldn't. why you don't want us to do that is because it's not us. We're good people. So if we, yeah, of course we are. We don't want to call you a cunt on iTunes. Yeah, we don't want to call you out. It's all about mind gold. I think we need to end this now. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you you. so much for listening. Have an amazing Saturday. We love you all. Ciao. We're we're good people. Bye. Bye.